The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. We hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case would be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll help you take it up or not. Yeah, the usual suspects in the building first. We have our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? There it is. Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's the Oz. I don't know how entertaining I'll be. I'm, I'm drinking coffee today. Indeed. Indeed. You're off to a good start. <laughs> next, he's the backbone, the pillar. The strength of fantastic form, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resonant strongman, Moses Magnum. I didn't get ready. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> there it is. He's no. ready. I actually did have a, also have a head planned, but it didn't get it in time. Good. You had a wait. I'm sorry. You had a you had a what planned? I'm sorry. I I, I hit the wrong button. What? what? I I got a latex head that I was gonna use today. <laughs> you said you had a head planned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I think I don't know. I wasn't listening to me. I'm just saying. But, I'm like, hey, we were supposed to know what that meant. He's like, I also had a head plan. Oh, I thought you guys. Don't you guys plan head? I mean, ideally, like you know. <laughs> You know, like in in a perfect world, <laughs> like got it lined up ready. <laughs> but you know, I I'm just sitting here like, oh, I didn't look. I didn't know this about Jay. What? I always thought he was right. allergic to latex. <laughs> oh, he is. I don't. He I don't is. think I am. L oh, like strictly lambskin for Jay. Yeah. Strictly lambskin for Jay. He impregnated all those whores on purpose then. But I, I did get ahead and it was delivered today. But unfortunately, I got home after my mailroom closed. I I don't even know what to say. I don't uh, you go for the female room, but I, listen, what? I'm just gonna say I'm I'm Mary Young and this is fantastic for him. I'm gonna say that <laughs> just to get that out of the way. And then we can continue with wherever this conversation is going to lead us, uh, probably to friggin' some sort of banning, like some. So what's what's below demonetization? <laughs> money. Like, right? Do we have to give YouTube money to continue doing the show? They're like, listen, we have to like have to apologize, give money, and then go to find Jesus. It's like it's like YouTube reparations. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're like. Listen, you can do the show, but we're gonna need uh twelve ninety five every every month. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? 
What? We got to pay you money to do the show? Damn. Damn. Because Jay I know exactly decided to get head. I know exactly where to find Jesus. He's in prison. Everybody I know that's ever been to prison finds Jesus. Mm. Obviously, <laughs> Jesus is hanging out over there. Yeah. Number one, Sally. Jesus. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Jesus. Jesus does that. Anyway, he goes where men drop the soap. No, no, he 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 goes where people are at the lowest point and helps them. Oh, I mean, he did like hanging out with twelve dudes. I listen. I I don't. And he had long is, hair. Are you trying to? Are you trying to make Jesus gay? Is that what's happening? Like, I mean, you can do that. That's okay. Fluid. I'm just fluid and black. Jesus is, is black and gender fluid. Wow. So many Christians are mad at you right now. <laughs> Again, welcome to Fantastic Four. Yeah, to to it. Um, despite everything that's happened before this point, we have a great show for you today. <laughs> because we're going to be talking to you all about The Batman, the newest movie Uh inside of the DC universe, or I don't know if you want to call it yeah, the universe. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. The the latest movie from Warner Brothers with a DC character in it. There we go. Yeah. Oh, geez. Wow. There we go. Not only that, we're going to also be talking to you all about the comic book series, um, Dark Knights of Steel, which is a limited series. Uh, and yeah, we're gonna be talking about that as well. So we got a, a, a lot of Batman going on t- in today's show, a lot of DC uh, going on in today's show, and it's gonna be a good time. But before we we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin because uh, without him, this show wouldn't exist. So we want to make sure we thank Scott. Hey, there we go. Look, Scott Rubin, social construct, barely a real thing. Everyone knows that about Scott Rubin. It's like you look metaverse, Scott Rubin, same thing. You know, is it real? Is it not real? Who knows? Who knows? Listen, you gotta have faith. You gotta have faith. <laughs> there it is. Sometimes you just gotta drop the soap next to Jesus. Wait, what? Man, Larry, bad. Larry, what happened? Whoa. Man, Jay. More as, as the prison counselor, but you straight up put him in the shower. Yeah. Jay, Jay, pull up, Jay. Pull up. Oh, whoa. What? Look, less head. What? Welcome to Fantastic <laughs> Right when we're about to like re-monetize. Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the <laughs> Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. I need my juice. I need you to not do that while I'm drinking. Because I can't... <laughs> if I ruin... This computer, I I don't have another one. We're done, or I'm done. You all can do the show without me. I'll guess I have to go to Jay's house or Moses's don't house. Don't you have the like... porn laptop? No, that's Jay what has I'm... the porn laptop. No, I'm I have no. It. I wish oh. I had the porn laptop. Yeah. That would have been super useful. Nobody's on the porn laptop right now, right? Three weeks. I'm ago. on the porn laptop right now. Oh, I rescued it for Joe because he was gonna ruin it with all the porn. In fact. <laughs> I need that porn. The, <laughs> the cut version. it out. Cut, 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 cut that clip. I need the porn. <laughs> Don't cut that. 
I'm saying Summertime Sagas probably have their new update. So if I had the porn computer, I could play that. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but the porn computer is not for porn. It's for show stuff. Yeah, I can I can stream my porn. No, <laughs> we need this computer. <laughs> we need this computer to be clean and viable for editing videos and uploading shows and the archives. No, it what? is clean. It's on Patreon. Like I, it's, it's Patreon sanitized porn. Yeah, uh, look. And then if it's that sanitized, do it on your phone or computer. <laughs> I don't. I can't do my computer. It's bogged down with too many uh, instruments. Whoa! <laughs> you're you're too a many freak, you're a no. Freak. <laughs> no, I have a lot of. Jay's all here. Bong to the wow wow. I have a lot of digital instruments. Whoa, whoa, that's why the ladies love him. I got and some some of the guys, a lot of digital instruments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, digital Thanks. penetration, manipulation. And right. I'm just saying these beats don't make themselves. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you're into that. Sometimes you gotta beat them. Wanna get in on Long the on on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? <laughs> join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. I, at this point, I feel the like interns harassing me. <laughs> at this point, I didn't even realize all the innuendo in what she says. I'm like, wait a minute. Until Joe's digital manipulation. Right. I'm a family man. Let me go home. <laughs> In chat, Tiger Claw. Uh, yeah, Tiger Claw's in chat. What do you, what do you thought of that Obi Wan Kenobi trade? Uh, I thought he was going to Batman, but <laughs> yeah, I guess he's a. Uh, well, listen, you. There's another comment. Don't worry, we can get to that one in a minute. <laughs> like, what did, did you all? It's like a minute and a half preview up on uh, Disney's, I think, Instagram. I mean, it's the trailer, right? Or is it more, is it something different than the trailer? Something like different than the trailer. Yeah. Oh, like wow. The first minute and a half or something. Oh, how, how, what was that like? I didn't watch it yet. I, I was told about it at work. Is the Mandalorian going to show up and make that show good, too? No. Wow. No, the, uh, the Grand yeah. Commander is... The Grand or Commander. What talking about? Thrawn? No, not Thrawn. Uh, oh, the Grand Inquisitor. Yes, that's what <laughs> I meant to say. I was like the Grand Commander. I was like, what is? Who is that? Now, listen. First of all, first of all, you mean all of you all have... <laughs> No, that's the Grand Wizard. That's a different <laughs> thing. That's <laughs> a different thing. <laughs> Look, the Inquisition, different thing. Grand Wizard, different thing. This is the Grand Inquisitor, which is two other things put together that sound shady, but when they come together, they're okay. <laughs> look, look. First of all, I'm going to ask y'all not to like to stop hating on Book of Boba Fett because y'all like that show. And you, you want to say you didn't it. like it before The Mandalorian showed up, but you did. You did. It was a good show. It was a stop it. It was listen. If you want to say it was better when the Mandalorian showed up, I'm not mad at that. I agree with you. Like I, those episodes were definitely some of my favorite episodes too. 
how about but I say this? Left that up too. I didn't I didn't realize how much I didn't like Book of Boba Fett until Mandalorian showed up. But this is the thing. Yo, you wanted the same show twice in a row. It's like if if they if Book of Boba Fett was basically Mandalorian the Mandalorian with Boba Fett instead of friggin' Mando, the criticism would have been like, it's just like Book of Boba Fett. It's just like Mandalorian, except with Boba Fett. And yeah, that would have been what y'all are saying then. I'm I'm past all that. I'm just mad that Grogu can't have friends. <laughs> Listen, that's the Jedi code. Look, Luke fell out of the Cloud City, called his friends. But but Luke didn't have any holocrons then. Luke celebrated in every movie at the end with his friends. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. You're right. Luke, Luke was a bad died. Jedi. Luke died and became a force goat and a force ghost and saved his friends. Listen, Luke was a bad Jedi in the original trilogy. Right. And that's that's not his fault. And, and the second it's and only the his fault. Obviously, that was not his fault. This guy had bad teachers. He didn't finish his training on purpose. Because you're trying to train now and don't right. your training, you're gonna be stupid. And he turned out all right. He turned out all right with having friends. There's no reason Grogu can't have a chainmail and a lightsaber. That'd be badass. In fact, by the time that that Luke embraces the no friends, that's when he tries to kill his nephew. And that's after Grogu. You're right. I guess that is after. No, wait. No, no. Yeah, that is after Grogu. You're right. Yeah, that's after Grogu. You're right. However, I'm not sitting here telling you that Luke is perfect. And, and don't get me wrong, it's like I'm with you in the sense that in a in a in a perfect world, the the Luke Skywalker we saw in the movies would be very much closer to what we saw in like the Legend Star Wars universe. Like that Luke Skywalker feels more akin to what Luke would be like after the original trilogy. To me, understand? Like we all know. That what happened with this new trilogy, it is what it is. But I'm not knocking, like, I, I do feel like the Luke Skywalker we see in Man or in uh, Book of Boba Fett is feels like the Luke we would have seen in the Legends, the Star Wars Legends stuff. Like, that right. feels like the, the you beginning. Can have friends. But then has kids with Mara G. Well, but Luke, look, Luke's not perfect. Like Luke is, Luke is, is even in Legends, he's flawed. It turns out, it turns out, poor Grogu's gonna go to the dark side because they're on that say, do as I say, not as I do bullshit. No, Grogu's not gonna go to the dark side. You know why? Because he has friends. I mean, that's the path to the dark side, right? That's yeah, you're not supposed to have friends oh, if you're Jedi. Like, Grogu, Grogu's gonna be the the best gray Jedi because he's probably gonna go end up hanging out with friggin' uh, uh, Ahsoka Tano, and it's gonna be awesome for them. I would say he would go hang out with the Outlander, but that turned out to be Boba Fett. <laughs> well, there you go. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. But what I will say is this: the Kenobi joint looks pretty cool. Even though the Grand Inquisitor kind of looks weird in real life. Is he too cute? 
he's not too cute. It's just like you know how people were like, oh, they changed uh Ahsoka Tano for the real life version of her, and like they they made alterations that make her look different than what she looked like in the animated stuff. And you know, some people were like, why? Like, why couldn't you just make her look like what she looks like animated? And you know, people were like. It turns out when you have something animated and you try to make it practical, there's some things that just don't work from a, a, a practical perspective, like in, in, in real life. And yeah. so you have to alter it a little bit. And well, that style too. The the yeah. style that they did, that 3D sculpting style where I mean yeah. Anakin didn't look like Anakin a lot. You know, yeah, his face was a little more round. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. And and so it's like there were some changes made for Ahsoka Tano. And I know ultimately for me, it's like, I didn't look at her and think like, oh, she looks so much different. But when I saw the side by side, I was like, oh yeah, no, they did make some changes. But as soon as I saw the Inquisitor, I was like, oh, like they definitely made, <laughs> they made some changes with this fool. And you know, it might, a part of it might just be like the actor they chose, like the actor's face is different. Than the act, than the of course the animated like the animated Inquisitor has like a really like animated long kind of face thing, and you know if if I was a better producer I would have had like both of those for the side by side so you could see it but I I didn't so forgive me but if you've seen uh you know like Clone Wars and friggin' uh oh actually it's not in Clone Wars it's in what um. Damn it! What which which Star Wars Rebels. animated show is that in? Huh? Rebels. Yeah, it's in Rebels, right? Yeah, Rebels. Yeah. If you seen Rebels and you saw the trailer, you know what I'm talking about. Like the the tattoos on his face are a little bit smaller, and the shape of the face is different. And it's like it 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 has a little bit like I feel people are gonna be like, "What is this?" And don't get me wrong, like it's not like you don't know who he is. You look at him, you know exactly who he is, but. It's different. It's the guy so. from it's the guy from uh from I Come in Peace. I look, I, I don't even know who that like I couldn't tell you who the actor was. Like I he 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 doesn't look like anybody that I would recognize, even though I'm sure that I probably know the person, but he looks like the Inquisitor, but he looks like an altered version of the Inquisitor. And so I know people are gonna be like, nah. Do well, not nah, but they're gonna be like, why? That's what they're going to be like. In the same way they did Ahsoka. But at the end of the day, the dude sat like, he seems like he's going to be a good Inquisitor. So, you know, that's cool. That's cool. I don't know. what what Look, Mo, you didn't watch the trailer, right? No. Okay. Oz, you saw it? Nah. Damn. What? what? Look. Oh, it's that guy. That's that's Malfoy. Is it Malfoy that play, is playing the Inquisitor? Oh. Yeah. No, not Malfoy. Malfoy's. No, there. that's that's the guy from. Uh... Oh, is that? Oh, never mind. It's not. They all. They all. Look, Mal Malfoy's dad is also a Malfoy. I, know, I, I never I seen know the Malfoy <laughs> you were talking about, and that's the wrong Malfoy. Listen, I'm talking about the Malfoy I'm looking at. I don't think you. So are. I didn't know. Uh, okay. I didn't know. That's the same dude that's playing the Inquisitor? Who put that up? Was that Jay or Moses? Mm. What? 
never mind. <laughs> never, never, we're, we're off the rails on Holy Beelzebub. We're off the rails. <laughs> Mo, you put that up? Yeah. And so is, is, is that dude that's playing the Inquisitor? Yeah, but I don't oh. know what a Malfoy is. I he thought... When Stop I saw it. the thumbnail, I thought it was the dude from that movie, I Come in Peace. He also did the voice. Shut up. Is the same actor that did the voice in the show? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was him. Well, that makes it even more awesome. Because I was sitting here like watching the trailer like, oh, that dude is, is spot on. And that makes sense because if he's playing him like the voice actor, then he knows the character. It, the, I'm just like, well, damn, why didn't they make his tattoos a little bigger? <laughs> this one don't have an, He has enough forehead. <laughs> but I, I guess the roundness of the head will make it look weird if the tattoos are bigger. Maybe. I, listen, all I know is they look smaller than they probably should be. And I was like, oh, I know this. But it wasn't enough for me to be like, no, nah, I'm out. It was just like, oh, I wonder why they did it like that. And you know you very well might be right. Like they're like if you make we try to make it bigger, and it looked crazy, and so we we didn't do that anymore. But if it's the same guy that's playing the character that did the, the animated series, and for me that's a win because that's kind of like nine times out of ten that's what I want, except for when it's it's Kevin Conroy because Kevin Conroy has no business actually being Bruce Wayne or Batman because he doesn't look like either one, not even old. Yeah, I double I double checked. Yeah, he's the guy from Rebels. Nice. That's cool. That's very cool. I didn't know that. And yeah, he he's an amazing actor. Like that dude is great. So yeah, but I I, I well I'll tell Jay, you watched the trailer? Yes. And it looked good to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jay and I are in. So we don't care what the rest of y'all think. Eh, I mean I still need to watch Boba Fett though, so Okay. You really I'm only busy. Need to, you only need to watch like after episode, episode four, four, five, and six. Yeah. Don't, Lachey, yeah, don't you realize you realize Diabolical just came out, right? Yeah. So Jay, like, what, is, what does Diabolical just coming out have to do with Bo Book of Boba Fett that's been out for months? I'm saying before Diabolical, it was something else. I don't know. Stuff keeps coming out. Clearly like, important. Stuff, in, you're right. Like, immemorable Vox Machina. stuff. Vox Machina. Joe, oh, yeah, Vox Machina? No, no really? he's right. He's right. He's right. Vox Machina is the, the, the cultural friggin' phenomenon that's sweeping the nation. Did you watch it? I'll be honest. I, I mean, it got me to buy a book. So it's doing its job. Meh. And it has a foreword by Gail Simone. You didn't ask for a t-shirt. Did I want a t-shirt? No. Yeah. You need it for the wardrobe for the show. No, he don't want a box mark on a t-shirt. It's yeah. not good enough. I mean, I would still like to know the characters more so I know which one to get. He's See, a critter. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not a critter yet. But I did start <laughs> reading the book. Well, I read the foreword by Gail Simone. <laughs> okay, Jay. All right. Got it. We, we get it. One day you'll get to Star Wars. We understand. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm coming around to it. <laughs> I mean, I, I just started watching 
the other thing you wanted me to watch, uh, Firefly. I, I I just started watching that, so it's like it's just I've like, got a lot on my plate. Jay, like I've been busy for since the the nineties. <laughs> I mean, and that first two minutes is like super chaotic. Like, how'd you guys get past that? We sat there. We watched it. Like, look, right. It doesn't. It, like we don't even know which two minutes. Like you know, you know what happens. Like probably what the the order of the episodes of streaming is completely different than what happened when it actually came out. So we don't even know which two minutes you're talking about. Yeah, actually, the way they were aired, there's like episodes yeah. missing and they weren't in order. Right. And actually, so like box the one where he's in the war zone. Okay. So that's like the. The streaming or the DVD actual first episode, which wasn't the first episodes that we saw. Why not? I think because when it when it aired, wrong. we didn't do it. We did it when the way they showed it to us, Jay. The way the studio wanted it. Actually, I was wrong. I watched it in the proper order through the DVDs. Oh well, there you go. Like, although it's, it's I not my fault, movie. you accepted the wrong way. In any case, I'm, I'm I started fire. I'm gonna get to Boba Fett. Like I'm gonna get there. Okay, it's just Jay. taking time. You're right, Jay. Make like, sure you do all this stuff first before Star Wars. That makes sense. It, I mean, while you're bullshitting, <laughs> I am. All, I'm like so behind on everything. Like, I just found out that the Entertainment District arc of Demon Slayer finished already, <laughs> and I haven't watched that. Jay, Jay's like, like season two of our Freda, like, man, I'm just I'm behind. And Attack <laughs> on Titan too. I, I need to get back into Attack on Titan. Uh, in the YouTube chat, Xenocore one says no calling function. Y'all ducking me. Uh, there should if you go to fantasticforum.live, there should be a calling button. There, did you? Oh, that? you know what? Hold on, let me make sure. I, did I turn it on? I might not have turned it on. Hold on, I'm gonna turn it on. Bam, <laughs> bam. There you go. Sorry, that's my bad. I, I like, I was busy. I was like Jay. Yeah. I was like out here, like no, the the calling functions have been turned on. Go for it. J Jay's out here. Like, have y'all heard about this whole Star Trek thing? <laughs> hey, there's he's nothing like, wrong with he's catching like, up on that. He's like, I've been but... busy since the '60s. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Jay, Star Trek. It's a new thing on the block. You should check into that, Jay. Star Trek. Star Trek? Exactly. Hey, look into it, man. You'll be surprised. They do some groundbreaking stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's no Star Wars, but oh. oh, oh. I mean, <laughs> oh. You say groundbreaking, and all I could think of is all the mini skirts from the first series. It's like that's not groundbreaking; that's sexist. In the sixties, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure all that the is guys, groundbreaking. The guys weren't wearing mini skirts. It depends on which episodes you watch. <laughs> yeah, when we get to the next um, generation, yeah, they're full. They're wearing full-on dresses. No, I mean, what you call it? I think there was a like an ancient Roman emperor one where yeah. the guys did have dresses on. There was the one where they were naked. <laughs> yeah, but you don't see anything. Yeah, but there's or, or do you? How hard are you looking? Well, now Dude, they you have know to me. Like, for showing. 
it's all remastered. Like, I'm, I'm always looking for nudity on TV. <laughs> they have latex like, head. Not just on TV. Lambskin. Lambskin head. Anyway, caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell the people who you are and what you want to talk about. Yeah, yo, it's Zinacore, the outside source. And I got the power of uh, uh, omniscience at the moment. I felt yes. I wasn't even at my computer, and I felt y'all were, were broadcasting, so I had to come in and make sure that uh, Mayor Young wasn't slacking on his duties to be watching all this media. All at once. Slacking. All at once. 100% slacking. Look, I don't have enough screens to watch all the media all at once yet, Xenocore, <laughs> and that's how you know I'm slacking. I appreciate you calling in. Talk to us, Zeno. What did, what did you want to say? What did you hear that made you be like, where is my call-in button, you sons of bitches? And How come you haven't finished watch mocking the mayor, Young? Because you know the rest of it is good. You're right. <laughs> like like Jay said. No, no, no. no. I, 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 to be fair, I missed the first 20 minutes. So if he came around and, and gave it a nod, then I'm then I can calm down. because Oh, no, no. Jay the, he <laughs> intentionally, unintentionally dodged the best part of the series. He just watched the intro and forgot to get the hook in him. So that's all. So. Jay, Jay was 100% championing Vox Machina and the rest of the forum was doing it beforehand as well. And like saying to me, like, what, why are you like this? And I'm like, dude, I, and the running joke was like, supposedly I'm this hardcore Vox Machina fan, even though I didn't even realize it was like critical role at first, mm. but Either he way, it's like about all the all, he was excited about all the trailers. Like he in our pre-production text, like I'm like, what is this? I don't know what. What's this really kind of intrigued me is how much of the way the community is supporting the show, because I've seen some YouTubers go ahead and edit down the show and show all the roles and spells and actions that were done during the show, cut down to give people a clue as to what was going on in sort of shorthand. It's like every so, fail so like role, actual... every critical, every spell cast. Yeah, yeah, all that. Oh, so so like the animated show really follows like the critical role stuff that closely that you can be like, this is with, that role or this moment in the game on the with, show? With me basically being a book reader and having seen the entire thing in its entirety, right? To sum it up, was it? Three hours, 115 episodes. So almost 500 hours of improv theater squeezed down into, what, four, four and a half hours worth of animated footage? Or that, well, that's not wow. accurate. That would be the entire thing. So it's like okay. 90, it's, it's like 30 episodes of the show. So that's 90 hours squeezed down into four and a half hours. I'd say they did oh, a pretty good job. Geez. Yeah. Oh, so, man. That's yeah. crazy to me. Like, and I, but I will tell you right now, there's no part of me that's ever going to go back and watch any of that 90 hours of Critical Role because that, like, I'm sure it's a, an amazing kind of thing. And for those of you that are watch that have already watched it or want to go back and watch it, I, look, more power to you. I just know for me, I was just like, no, nah, like I can I can take the digested version in this animated form. And that's good for me personally. <laughs> that's why you got a city council, right? So that way you can help manage all this stuff. Indeed. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Zeno gets it. That, that's why he's my main constituent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not big how big how sure his, his constituency is. He's been up here for like, what, 16, 16 years or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure he's lost some voters here and there, but you know what? Oh, uh, well, hey, you know, you can't please everybody. He loses some each episode. <laughs> and it's good to hear that the uh, the Air Force and the Navy were working hand in hand this time, too. So, you know, with Jay backing me up. So, just earlier, there it is. Jesus yeah. in the shower. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, so as far as knowing the history, I wish all shows would be written this way. Like every show that's got like a, a central cast of characters, they should have one writer backing up each character and figure out the plot that way. I think all the shows would be that much better for it. Instead of just coming with one made one writer for each episode and it's all gets can could potentially get disjointed. If you got all seven writing each episode and just steering one character at a time, I think all of our shows would be that much better for it. Wait, wait, wait. So are you saying that there's like a writer dedicated to each character in the show? It's a live action tabletop role playing game, just like you were playing D D. So everybody's got their own character they're driving. And the, the DM is basically the computer playing everybody else. And they're all experienced actors, so it's all just improv theater. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're, yeah. you're, from your perspective, you're basically saying like... Each actor is a writer game. of the character, yeah. Got it. Oh, so That way everything is completely independent. It's not all coming from one mind, so there's no chance of anybody having the same take each time with different characters. It eliminates all that because you're genuinely dealing with seven people. So. Well, that's kind of how you love well, improv, Mayor. Like that should be right up your alley. Y'all are in improv land out there, man. Out in California. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of improv people here. Yeah. I don't, I don't like. I mean, uh, yeah. But anyway, what were you gonna say, Mo? No, that um, man, I forgot. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, friend. No, no, I'm it's sorry. cool. It's cool. It'll come back. Um, probably something about your dick or something. <laughs> right, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> It makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what it oh, is. No, no, that, that's, that's, it, it, look, that's how I remembered your dick. Philip K. Dick, uh, <laughs> that's how he wrote Man on the High Castle because he just had his characters and he rolled a dice for each one to see what path they would take. And basically, the whole series just spawned off. And that's how he kind of did his yeah, yeah. theory. Was by up, really dice, dice, yeah, yeah. That, that's actually pretty cool, yeah, because that means that the you're not having to figure how do I tie this together, how do I just get it? The dice are driving the story, and you're just filling right. it in as you go. So yeah, dice, that makes a lot of sense. The dice he used were these like fortune telling Chinese dice that are actually cylindrical, and they just have like stripes on each side instead of dots. Like it's it weird. Like you just roll them like that. Oh yeah, and, you can buy dice that are that are meant to be rolled by rolling them out of your palm. So it's right. just how many sides you got for the type of dice. You right. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, the hell, there's a whole there there's I forget who makes it, but there's a a adventure book for it's kind of vanilla as far as role playing because it's very it's it's pseudo rules, but it's a it's basically an algorithm say you come up with your own character. You're just following it along like a twist of plot book. It says you came across this character. Roll this to figure out if they're a friend or foe and take appropriate action. You know, that kind of thing. So somebody who's really bored and has no friends can play D&D &D all by themselves. That sounds it's, like me. <laughs> Damn, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because I know that, you know, here on Fantastic Forum, we've had the discussion about... Hmm the the possibility of of um having like comic books written by committee mm -hmm. to a degree and yeah. i feel like if i'm not mistaken i believe that that was a conversation that actually kind of spawned from 
another conversation we were having with with, with Jeffrey from Jeffrey's Comics mm-hmm. because he had also I mentioned that too where it's like you know hey there's like different writers that are good at different things mm-hmm. and so it's like what if you had like say for instance like a story where the concept was like by Jonathan Hickman because yeah. Jonathan Hickman has like all these high minded concepts but then all the dialogue was written by like Brian Michael Bendis because you know Brian Michael Bendis like loves to have those like intimate kind of character moments you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah. and then and- you know maybe somebody else that like writes the action of it and it's like okay like would that be a better comic a, a better comic in general because you kind of have like three or four writers that are all playing to their particular strengths in regards to like the story and so like when you get down to it it's kind of like okay you know you have like everybody that's like doing what they do best in regards to the story and it comes together now at the end of the day like technically we've never you you have comics that have multiple writers but at the end of the day you're you're really only talking about maybe at most two people right mm-hmm. like you know we've never had like or at least well i should say never had but when you have multiple comic book writers on something is usually an anthology it's not like you know one story written by four people <laughs> so you know so it would be interesting to see if that was something that would like you know how something like that would turn out but you know yeah, yeah. We, we and not to mention yet. because all this was done improv what they got to do is do cleanup on their own work on a second pass right with this so i mean the show is hitting like a damn sledgehammer and i think that just the the fact that it was written the way it was with people that were competent in acting and then on top of that it got a second pass in the writing room basically mm-hmm. to clean up some stuff add some stuff one character wasn't even there for half the stuff and they added her back in with a side plot that made a lot of sense it came back to it so it it worked it worked out really well so well i, I will say that you know i still got to watch more of it i know for me personally like i wasn't as impressed with the first like couple episodes as i was with the ones that ended up following up because you don't have to watch more of it you just have to watch all of it that's it just just watch all of it. <laughs> no and and no. i should get to it and i will because oh, i like once i got past like i think i, I don't remember if it was episode three or four but once i got to episode three or four i was like oh yeah. this is the, the first lot. plot starts in episode three right okay so yeah. i think that that's that's what it was like yeah, the first one is, the, is a warm-up like this is what they can do yeah. this is what happens when they get together this is what happens right. when the 18 forms and then problem right. number one and then right yeah, yeah. And so you know it, i i agree i'm not i, I'm not I remember discounting your, your major complaint was you didn't know enough about these characters well that if you keep watching the show becomes more around one one of the characters and you're finding out his history it gets really good it. around episode 36 mary young you know so. you're hilarious <laughs> no i mean i i've watched I've, I've watched at least three three four i, I don't know i've watched at least actually i watched at least if you four watch the third episodes. one and liked it you're hooked you'll watch all 12. yeah no no i agree and i agree i just have to get to the rest of them because i think i watched i think i watched five of them i yeah, think yeah. and there's what eight or nine twelve 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 oh well, so I got a lot more to go. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot more to go. So yeah, but I'll I'll mess around and, and get to the rest of it because it was good. It got it definitely got better. And it wasn't bad to begin with. It was just like it was going fast. Well, I, I, feel like fast. Couple, I feel like the first couple episodes were for people that already were down with it. Mm. And and I felt like it was like 
it almost did the opposite of what, in my opinion, it did the opposite of what, like, say, for instance, um, Arcane did, the League of Legends joint. Mm. Like, I felt like Arcane gave you a lot of character development in those first couple episodes, because I think they wanted, they're like, hey, we understand people may come to this and they don't know jack about League of Legends, so let me let you care about these people that you're seeing on the screen. And I felt like Vox Machina almost did the different, the the opposite, where they're like, you know these characters. So we're going to kind of like give you like a little bit of like adventure first, and then we'll dive deeper into the characters after the fact. And I'm just like, I don't know these characters. <laughs> and, it, you know, it almost makes me wish, a minority. It almost makes me wish Fred Perry didn't write so much pop culture into his stuff so we can see his stuff animated because he's got way too much stuff that just gets a little close to intellectual property here, there, everywhere. So it's like, ooh. I, I, I would watch some of that. That would be yeah, interesting. Man. Yeah, he can't just do it all himself, man. He needs to get a team and a Kickstarter and get some money behind him and then not no. do all the art himself. No, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, listen. We got a whole bunch of show that we're supposed to get to. <laughs> Look, no, that's all. I just make sure you got that in there, man. Because Zeno, did you watch the Batman? I have not seen it yet. It, I, it's not in my theater as of yet. Or is it just online? And did they do that shit again? No, no, no. no it's, it's only been, in theaters. Only in theaters. Yeah, wait, yeah. I'm in a small Zeno, town. What what town are you in, Zeno? I'm in Vero uh, in Vero Beach, Florida. So. Lots of old folks here. That 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 one's not getting top billing here. I got to go to like Melbourne or Orlando or something like that to see that most likely. So what like what like if you wanted to go to the movie last week, what movie would have been showing? Jeez, that's it's... marry me, dog. A lot of a lot of a lot of <laughs> Studio Six Six Six. Like second string movies that we just came out. Like the stuff that's just been sitting in the movie theater, yeah. probably because this movie theater is small, doesn't want to get fleeced by the first week. You know, like the studio sucking yeah. up all the money in the first week, you know, so yeah. they probably just ran the other movies because not everything gets running in every single theater in America. So. Of course. Of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah no, my town is small enough and it got enough old people running the town that nothing extravagant really happens here quickly. So so what makes you decide to stay there, Zeno? Uh, money and bills. That's fair, buddy. Yeah, I I'm grew not up mad here, at you. So I'm stuck. I've, I've oh, left you this grew place. up in Vero? I've left this place four times, and it sucks me in like a black hole, man. Well, listen, mm-hmm. I think we have to have our we, – we should think about having our first Fantastic Forum con in Vero Beach, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> look, we might be the right age for it. If you could use a theater to do it, there's a theater big enough to do it, like the Riverside Theater, but it's a conventional theater, so you just have that one area on the stage, and that's it. But you know, that's it'll it. have a lot of there a lot is. of bodies for a convention. So there you go. FFACon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Keep the name the same. It's close enough to innuendo that it works. Lambskin a lambskin a. Might get a lot of old swingers show up all of a sudden, misreading the title, but you know, whatever. Not necessarily. <laughs> All of Ephicon. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, so, you know, we appreciate you like calling in, man. It's always good to see you. It's, it's good, like, and I appreciate you like being on camera and coming in and talk to us. Yeah, this is the first time you saw you... my bald head and everything. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been a long time. I, I agree. always told Mo, it's like I come out, man, but you know, you charge me four dollars just for walking in the door. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, hopefully next time, uh, you know, you can come on camera again and talk to us about whatever else it is. And feel free, like, for the rest of the show, if there's something you hear and you will have some comments on it, jump back in, buddy. All right, man. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> Good stuff. Xenocore. Cl- classic, classic, uh, fantastic forum. Uh, or p- classic friend of the forum. Classic all gamer. Appreciate you. So, you know. Okay. Should we go ahead and get down with this, the Batman uh, conversation? Do you want to do Batman or you want to do the comic? Either or. What do y'all want to do? Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Jay, roll the dice. Um, Let me get a number. Let me get a dice generator. <laughs> we'll do the movie. <laughs> Theater, comic book theater. Shout out to Tiger Claw for theater. Because <laughs> it always brings a smile to my face when I hear theater. <laughs> he's, been, he's been sitting there angry because top of the show, he, he mentioned the movie and just been waiting and waiting. Oh, put put that comment in chat. Tiger Claw in chat with the friggin' the friggin' Matt Reeves comment. Let's do it. No, I got it. I got it. Bam. Uh oh, what's that? What? Wow. Jay with the Jay with the dice roller, really? Wait, why why we got a four? What does that mean? Oh, that's exactly what the movie. That means the Batman. (laughs) That means the movie. Good job, Jay. Is that is that is that what we're giving it? (laughs) Is that how we do reviews now? We just roll the dice. Oh, this review was a three. Yeah. So Tiger Claw in chat says with the Batman, Matt Reeves is going to have to direct the Superman, the Green Lantern, the Wonder Twins, and the the and then the Justice League. Yes, Tiger Claw, you're I, right. I hope not. Matt Reeves. No, Ty, look, everyone knows that whatever Tiger Claw says is what actually happens. So that's, uh, that's look, it. we just got done talking about doing the comics by committee. Like th- that's the thing. You get the right people to do the right thing. You know, right? Tiger Claw is the one that decides what movies come next. That's why we're having this DCEU movie here because the other DCU movie was done by one dude and it sucked. (laughs) Wow! Wait, are you talking about uh, the God director Zack Snyder? Is that what you're talking about? Like Bill made flesh? Is that who you're talking about? Zack who? Look, don't don't do that. Don't Matt don't mess Lee, around and say that Matt Zack Lee. Snyder is not the best director that's ever existed in the history of of friggin' celluloid. Don't do that. Celluloid. They stopped using that ten years ago. No, no, no. Celluloid. <laughs> Zack Snyder still uses it. That's how authentic he is. <laughs> exactly. That look, old fake ass movie fan. <laughs> he wants to see his movies on digital. What are you, friggin'? Friggin' uh, uh, Joss Whedon? That's who you are. Harassing women and touching children. Ladies call me. (laughs) Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Friggin' enemy of everything. (laughs) Boogeyman of women. (laughs) Look. Out, out, look. Mr. Friggin'. Well, never mind. I'm done. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I, I was about to go too far. It's like I, he's gonna team up with Brian Singer and be like 
the terror of like Jordan Peele is going to make a movie about <laughs> about Joss Whedon and mm-hmm. Brian Singer up, and they're all mm-hmm. being puppeted by Harvey Weinstein. There it is, and Bill Cosby will be the Sandman. <laughs> I'm, listen, I believe that 100% alone. Let's talk about the Batman. Latest movie from Warner Brothers slash DC. Matt Reeves directed, stars uh, friggin' uh, Pattinson and, and Zoe Kravitz. And uh, I, don't, I don't remember the name of my man that's the Riddler. What's his name? Anybody know? Oh, uh, Paul Dano. Thank you. I'm assuming that's correct. That yeah, because it's the same. The original singer of Iron Maiden named that too. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's there you go. Reason. That's my so, advice. Um, it's it's Robert Pattinson, of course, like debut as the Pendulous. the Dark Knight, <laughs> and and so it's like it's a different take on Batman, and I will tell you. I'm very interested to find out what everyone's take on the forum is. Like, I mean, I, and I, honestly, like, it's interesting because I'm sitting here like, I'm not exactly 100% sure how to do this because I don't know if I want, like, normally I would just go around and be like, hey, what's your initial take? But I don't know if I want everyone's initial take as much as maybe. Like, I'm, there's a part of me that kind of feels like I almost want to hear how y'all felt about this, like, character by character, you know? Because there's a part of, a part of this movie is about, like, like, I feel like all the casting, especially, and, and you know, and, and this is the thing, like, it has a cast that is on its face, 100% like fantastic. Like everybody that's cast in this movie can act. But how you feel about these individuals as um, the individual characters might differ depending. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you can act and not necessarily be right for the role, right? So I, I almost kind of want to go like that. So. So I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do like real quick. Let me ask you this off the top. Um, what did you all feel about Pattinson as Batman, and how'd you feel about him as Bruce Wayne? Jay, go. Um, I thought his Batman was. I, I did have a couple of issues with the Batman, but I'm, I'm not sure if it's him or if it's the writer. Okay. Uh, I think it is the writer, but he was fine, I guess, as Batman. But some of his lines were bad, so I guess that is the writing. And I always kind of have an issue where Batman, like, when they show Batman, like, walking through bullets... It always kind of bugs me a little bit. <laughs> so, okay, but I don't think that's his fault either. How'd you feel about him as Bruce Wayne? Uh, I like this Bruce. Like it was weird, but I think that's on purpose. You know, 
you I understand your point about having a problem with, with Batman walking through bullets, even though they try to make it seem like that's what the armor was for. But this was the first time that I can remember anyway, where Batman's getting shot at and he puts his hand up. Oh, I punched my mic. He puts his hand up <laughs> to block like the one area where he should not get shot because he'll die. Yeah, he did that multiple times. He may have done yeah. it in other movies, but it's the first time that I can remember as I was yeah. watching it that of him doing that. So Oz, look, what what did you think of Pattinson as Batman and as Bruce Wayne? Um, he I, I think he he was fine. He he looked good in in the costume. The costume did a lot of the work uh, as far as the Batman side. Bruce Wayne a little a little emo ish. Mm-hmm. I bugged me that that he lost his uh, Batman voice every once in a while. Like, it, I, I don't know if he if he switched back and forth or maybe just I, I just hear the same voice, whether he's being Batman or Bruce Wayne. <laughs> um, you know, there's yeah. times where obviously he was doing it. And then there's right. times where, like, you kind of have to, like, really? Yeah. So it, it's little things like that. I, I think I got spoiled by the by the voice changer in, in the uh, Batfleck. Gotcha. And for some reason, I I really like that. And How'd you feel about his arrow Bruce Wayne? A, a little emo, um, more. It's not really his performance that I have a problem with. It's the the direction of the movie. Like mm. uh, like we said last week, somebody commented, "It's a three hour movie that only feels like two. And yeah, mm-hmm. there's some stuff that like I don't need Bruce Wayne staring at that kid for that long. <laughs> a lot like it seems like every other every other scene there's Bruce Wayne staring at that kid and if that kid ain't Dick Grayson he, he don't need to be staring at him like that wow like Bruce Wayne wow. look lovingly at Dick he might be getting the idea like that's the influence that you know what the next kid that that happens to I might take under my wing I could do something <laughs> there you know? it is. well that kid did still have a mom so that's yeah so it, that's, you know, okay all right, I feel a little better about it. Then all right, yeah. he's just planning his future dick. Yeah. Whoa, planning, Whoa. planning the seeds of dick. Whoa, Moses Magnum. How, how did you feel about Pattinson's Batman and his Bruce Wayne? Look, the Batman, I liked it. It's year two, you know, and it feels yeah. like it. Like, and here's the thing: this movie, oh, shit, yeah, we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Batman thing was good. The walking through bullets was fine. Uh, you could see like. You got depending on the caliber, it make him take a step back or knock him on his ass, and that that's what armor does more or less. Not that I've ever been in the armor aside from this thing, but um, Vengeance. but that's how they show it on screen. And right, uh, is Bruce Wayne like, uh, like for me, that's the perfect way to show a year two Bruce Wayne where the he's more natural as batman and he has to learn how to be bruce wayne in public the billionaire playboy type thing uh but uh, we're not there yet again but i will say this this movie uh is basically going with the the type of story of the telltale game which mm. bruce wayne is not somebody that's looked at uh as like a godsend to gotham and so he's not going to be the happy dude enjoying his money in this, mm-hmm. universe, you know, so it, it's fine with what they did and it'll work with it. And I, I can't see anything. And 
Um, so the the way they did that Bruce Wayne is fine. You know, even if they did, eventually he does become the fun guy. Like the, the like it looks like the year one Bruce Wayne to Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne. You know, eventually mm. he's in the fountain with three girls once he gets used to being Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I I will say that personally, like I I was actually shocked by how much I liked Pattinson's Batman. Like I I was personally, like it felt very right to me. And his Batman, I was like, wow, like he's he's making this happen. Um, I will say that the Bruce Wayne, I was definitely not a fan of. Uh, I know Jay said it was like it felt a little emo to him. It felt a lot emo to me, and I get it. You know, Batman. Like emo. I think. Say again. Batman's emo. I mean, no, I, I'm not saying that he's not emo. Uh, what I will say is, I like I like the interpretation of Batman slash Bruce Wayne, where Batman is his real persona and Bruce Wayne is the mask, and. That's where you get like the billionaire playboy kind of thing. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. And and I feel what you were saying, Mo, where you're like, you know, it kind of feels like he eventually morphs into what, or at least if I'm, or I don't know if I'm, I was misunderstanding you, but what yeah. what it sounded like you said to me was like, this felt like what he was like before he becomes the Christian Bale version of Bruce Wayne. Right. That is like. Yeah, okay. And so like, I always felt that Batman had to learn to be Bruce Wayne in public for the functions, the charity functions and the right events. Like because right. he that is his mask, you know. Right. And so, and I agree with for that. A year, but... two, year one story, like this weird, awkward Bruce Wayne fits for a little bit. Yeah. See, but I guess I kind of feel like by year two, he needs to be able to do that already. Yeah, it's like he also didn't go to no parties. <laughs> he went to a funeral. Well, yeah. No, no, well, so, but even at, at a funeral, though, it's like a high-profile funeral. So, you know. But anyway, go ahead, Jay. What are you saying? Um, someone said this, and I, I can't – I don't remember who, so I cannot credit them. But uh, there's basically an event at the towards the end of the movie, which we're not spoiling it here. But – they're basically saying that event that happens at the end of the movie is what convinces him that he needs a Bruce Wayne persona. And I thought that was kind of cleverish. Yeah, but I guess my thing is this. Like, if he's Batman long enough for the be for there to be a bat signal, if Bruce Wayne isn't doing the billionaire playboy kind of act that that's where that's where you're mistaken already yeah how am i mistaken not batman he's vengeance oh see see what you did that's, i don't know there's only one person that calls him batman in that whole movie yeah. and in wait a, what in a, there's only one person that actually refers to him as batman that, and that's that's Riddler in his cards Okay, but everybody so else what? Has so, like, hey, no, man, exactly. how's it going? Alfred, Alfred says like he's not doing any of the Bruce Wayne things. Like he doesn't do any of it. But what I'm saying is, 
at some point, somebody's going to put two and two together. Yeah. I don't and, so. and, and don't get me wrong. I will say this. One thing, like, what one thing that leads people, or at least that we would think would lead people to the idea, like, Bruce Wayne is Batman, is all the high-tech stuff. And in this movie, his stuff isn't that high-tech. It's a little lower-tech. In fact, he's not. he didn't even have a bat signal. It's a V. Like, I noticed that. It's just... Oh, like, come on, man. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, look, you're right. Like... The 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 symbol is not the the best part of this movie. <laughs> if that's what you're, if that's the commentary you're making, I'm with you. <laughs> However, what I'm saying is, there are only so many people in Gotham that can be Batman. And even with the this low tech Batman, I feel like at some point, because of how Bruce Wayne acts, people might be like, you know what? Maybe it's the rich guy whose parents got killed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because what- this will. He's so sullen. Yeah, but if he's not really out in public, it's like he's mostly keeping to himself. He's like a recluse almost. And so he wouldn't have had to, like, if if people are leaving him alone, he's leaving people alone for the most part, Mm -hmm. not even showing up at, like, Wayne Tech meetings. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like I don't think it's obvious to go there. Like, it's and not that might be true. A natural leap from, oh, this guy's parents, the rich guy's parents were killed, and then a vigilante shows up. Like, you wouldn't really make that connection. And and, I, and that's why the that. event at the end, convincing him to like put on the persona of Bruce Wayne makes sense, I think. Okay. Okay. That's that's fair. So let me ask you this. Um, like, quick. you know, uh-huh. Oh, unless you no, have go ahead. no go ahead. Uh Tiger Klein chat says I like the Batman. I thought it was really good. However, one thing that has been bothering me was the notion that the Batman movies need to be grounded. Batman is anything but Grounded, and it has quite the rogues gallery that leans heavily on metahumans. So I hope for sequels, we get to see other characters like Clayface, which I think they could explore the body horror aspect of that. Now, I will say, I will say, I was going to wait until you asked us our opinions about Penguin, but... I felt that while watching the movie. It's like, I don't necessarily need everything to be grounded. Like, I would have loved to see an umbrella shotgun or an umbrella machine gun. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think we can all agree that Tim Burton went, like, super too far with the giant rubber ducky. <laughs> but Or, or did he? In, no, he, he did <laughs> But like bringing in some of the some of the aspects of the comics, like the umbrella guns, I think would work. I think could work. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I dislike about going like super grounded. Well, the thing is, you can build up to it, um, you know, because as his tech builds up, if you know they decide to go that way, they could get less grounded. Uh, keep you know Batman more or less grounded, except with more newer tech. 
but then the villains like there could be a raid of an armory or something once Wayne Tech gets the military contracts and shit, you know. And, and now these weapons are on the street and they get they start, you know, somebody like uh who, like you know one villain decide that's also an engineer decides to you know retroactively engineer it and and start dealing super you know you can get the firefly and yeah it, it could happen all that but i so, want it now yeah i it's mean like penguin without the umbrella i'm not gonna say that it's like oh that's the only thing about him but yeah. it is pretty signature right but but i will say this like it does feel like everyone in this movie with the exception of maybe batman is kind of like a proto version of what they will become you yeah. know like even even riddler like yeah. you don't you don't think so what what do you what, like what do you, okay i see you shaking your head jay how how do you disagree because this riddler was someone else yeah. Like okay, I no, who, I'll give you that. I don't know who he was. Like oh, maybe Clue Master or no, he, he's like half uh, like he's like a quarter Riddler and like half Hush. Yeah and like a little phantasm. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he's definitely like, you know, it's it, there's definitely other influences and, and that's where, like, only a little bit of it is Riddler. And that's where I really like this movie is a something I didn't like was that it's essentially an adaptation of the Telltale game, because it's like, you know, they they basically turn uh, Penguin into Tommy Elliot, and in this case, they kind of gave him the side by side growing up parallel to to with Riddler and Batman. You know, they kind of did that, and I'm sure they're probably gonna bring like because that that journalist that got killed was his last name was Elliot. So I'm sure his kid's going to want vengeance as well. Vengeance. And, and, and there's a lot, there's definitely a long Halloween influence in there as well, too. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. like Batman Ego, there's that, too. And all yeah, of... I didn't read Ego. Because you're a piece of shit, that's why. That's that's exactly why. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was thinking that when I said it. I was like, the single greatest Batman book ever. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And is it better than Dark City? Yeah, it's Batman fighting himself, fighting his ego, fighting his his psychology. So not better than Dark City. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> Caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Please tell the people who you are, where you're calling from, and what you think of the Batman. Hi guys, I didn't think you could actually hear me. I didn't, I didn't hit any buttons. I just magically appeared. Uh, indeed, no, we got you. We got you. Uh, first of all, uh, I had to call in because uh, I needed to say, uh, Tire Claw is an idiot. Uh, ah, he won't be happy until he sees Batman flying around in a chair, uh, getting all the answers to all the questions immediately. Uh, because that's what he wants, that's what it sounds like he wants. And Batman's uh, Batman's Rose Gallery. I don't know why that word popped up. I don't know why that that is a thing in comics now, where people keep saying the word Rose Gallery. It's bad guys. They're, they're, they're villains. They're, they're, they're villains. They just say bad guys. I say Rose Gallery. Try to make it sound like it's some kind of uh, literary thing. So, 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 trying to elevate it higher than it is. They're a bunch of bad guys. They're not metahumans uh, or super villains, as they say. They never That's were. True. All. all 
uh, the only, the only he, he named the one guy that could maybe be right. a villain, but that's only because he had a uh, magic cream uh, on his face or something. I don't know. But <laughs> just, just crazy people. That's why Arkham Asylum. You're right. So you're right. The story actually is Batman going around beating up a bunch of crazy people, which is anybody can do that. I go, yeah. down, I go down. I go down the Hollywood Boulevard and start beating up well, on crazy yeah, people. It's, it's an allegory for the way this country treats mental health. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The rich fucking beat the shit out of the crazies. And he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't want them. He doesn't want them. Um, uh, cured down the real estate anymore. He wants to keep them crazy because that's that now. Now it's okay having to beat them up. It's it's, it's disgusting. Um, the Christopher Nolan uh, started the whole grounding Batman thing by. Um, by telling people where the Bat- Batmobile came from and where the Batarangs came from, some company in China built all of them, whatever. And I don't even know, like, if the Penguin, you guys understand that you need to see, see the Penguin's uh, machine gun. Who built, who will build P- Penguin's machine gun umbrella? Who's that guy sitting in, the, sitting in the, the back of a shop somewhere? And that's That's the point. You don't have to. He just has it. You just want to see it. You don't care where it came from. Yes, that's you do. Part, no, you don't, and that's part of like that's, 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 and that's part of that's part of why this movie was great too, because it's like you know you look at things in comics like uh, like lighting. Sometimes the colors aren't like that's not what that color would look like there, but that page looks fucking awesome, you know. And this movie did that shit a lot too, where it's like, why is everything red and yeah, blue? Everyone most always complains that the that this this character's uh costume was the wrong color it's the wrong yeah. shade of blue right like who, who cares well, th- that's the thing this felt like reading six comic books um, uh also i just want to say that i have not seen this movie yet so yeah uh, <laughs> there, there was nothing in this movie that made me want to see it i i saw i, I seen i seen enough please tell just tell me one thing if this will decide if i go see it or not do they show me Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed? No, no. I don't need to see this then. Yeah. Never well, look, that's, why, why do you want to see that again? Not only that, this this gives you a reason why he, they were targeted. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Wait, why do you want I to mean, see it again? I want, I want to see his parents. I, I want, I, I, I don't like the Waynes. The Waynes are 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 oligarchs. <laughs> I like, I like crime by by a lonely gunman in the back of an alley. Why were they in an alley anyway? Well, here's the thing: in this movie, it was a hit, and it's because they're rich oligarchs. Good, good. I will say, I think Teen Titans Go did that best, so I don't actually need to see uh, Wait, see it anymore Teen, either. Teen Titans Go did the the death of the Wayne's best. Yeah. They got hit oh, with a magic sandwich. No, like <laughs> basically, they sent them. Uh, the Teen Titans sent the Waynes into the alley to get murdered. What? Why? Like, is they that purposely the did it. Hmm. Why is that the best version? Because it's just dark. Like, I-, I love how dark it is. Like, they even ripped the chick's necklace before they shoved her into the alley. To get murdered, like, like I, I love that. It's so dark. I've been yeah. trying to go back and, and catch up on some of my superhero movies 
by going uh watch stuff on HBO Prime. I've uh, saw saw the, the saw some of the Batman stuff there. I went over to uh, Disney because I thought that the Bat the Daredevil stuff was gonna be there. It's not. I ended up on Hulu, not Hulu, but um no Batman's on Hulu right now. The original Batman's on Hulu, and uh or over Netflix they have uh something called Guardians of Justice, which is the uh, oh I heard about that. You did not hear about it because it's a piece of crap. I no, I did hear about it. I oh. I promise you. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like so Batman. bad that you need to watch it. It's got Diamond Dallas Page in there as as Batman. It's crazy. <laughs> It is like, like my people were like, dude, have you heard of this? You need to watch this because it's so weird. Is it like one of those porn parodies without the fucking? Is it, it looks like basically? It. Yes, exactly what it looks like. Basically, I think it was done. I think it was done by the guy that did the um, Punisher uh, spare change uh, short a few years ago. Oh, that guy. But, yeah, but like the thing is. Just cause that proves that those people that did those shorts don't ever give the money to do a whole movie because they don't know what to do. They, they, <laughs> they don't know what to do. <laughs> They're good at doing three minute shorts, ultra violent shorts because ooh, give give this man the whole a uh, 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 money to make a whole thing. Some Netflix give everybody money for some reason. They gave this guy the money to do, and he made the worst piece of crap. I, it's 20, 20 minutes of episode. I, I barely got past one. I can't get into. I can't bring myself to, to press the press the play on on number two. So, so I don't. I, I, I don't got nothing else to say. I just, I'm, Damn, we might need to talk about that week after next. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Mo. Don't worry, we got you. <laughs> they had one. They had one about super villains. Uh, they had a, a cartoon, a super villain cartoon one uh, a few months ago, uh, which is anime. It was like an anime version of super villains. And it was actually pretty good. Uh, it showed that the the bad that good guys are, are not all good. They all just in for the money, and the bad guys are just trying to get through day to day, and they have their own problems and everything. And it's and, and the heist is not as easy as you think it is uh, when when there's superheroes around. And just and I, don't, I don't I don't know. That, well, that, was, that was good. Let me let me say this to you, Derek H. Going back to the Batman. The Batman. Person- I'm not seeing that movie. I- let me let me let me finish. Let me Is finish. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? I'll watch Amazon Prime. Listen, you're gonna watch on Amazon Prime. That's I'm gonna watch on Peacock. I might wait till I will I will tell you this. Personally, I feel like, and you know, I'm not I, we can see what other people think about this after I say it. But, but, but personally, listen listen to what I'm telling you, Derek. I feel like Zoe Kravitz's performance as Catwoman is hands down the best movie performance of Catwoman without question. Every time the new Catwoman comes out. No, no, that's not true. They didn't say that for Halle Berry. They said that. They didn't say that for the other chick, too, the Princess Diana. They didn't say about, yeah, about Anne Hathaway either. People loved Anne Hathaway. They loved that white girl. They They didn't know. They didn't love it. Some it's people not. thought it was passable, but nobody was like it's better than Michelle Pfeiffer. No one said that. Yeah, like I, I just call, I just kept calling her Batgirl because she was just pretty much Batgirl. Like, like Michelle Pfeiffer for the most part was the best movie Catwoman, which is the first movie Catwoman, right? 
No, uh, a vet, whatever. The white, the, the first white girl. Yeah, was, Julie Newmore. White girl, the first time. And this. Oh, in the in the Batman movie, like the 1966 Batman. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you're right. No, I'll give you that. You're right. But I, I, I look. I think that she's the best movie friggin' Batwoman, and it might be worth going to go see the movie just to see her. I mean, I'm sorry, Catwoman. To see her Catwoman performance because Arrowverse. Say what? Is she gonna show up in Arrowverse? Listen. Is there gonna be any other movie where she shows up in? Derek. Derek. Derek, Listen. Listen. Tell you when you watch the movie. Derek, I'm not. I'm not gonna address that comment. Jay Moses, how do you feel about Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman? Jay, let's start with you. It was fine, I guess. Like, okay, nothing that's too fair. bad about it, but oh, okay. it wasn't stellar. There it is. Hey, it wasn't stellar in comparison to which other movie Catwoman? Um, not really. I wasn't really comparing it. Just like out of all the people in the movie, she's one of them. Like, <laughs> oh hum. Jay says, oh hum. Would this movie have been better with uh with uh with Batfleck? No. I listen, I'm not gonna go that far. Like I, I it could have been, maybe. I don't no, know. I don't know. Like that's I'm not a I huge fan of Batfleck. But I, I like it. To, ben Affleck was supposed to make this movie. So he was. I don't, I don't know how much of it was his ideas. No, no, no. This this movie is a completely different movie than what Batfleck or Ben Ben Affleck would have made. I don't think they threw everything out. I think they cut a script and maybe changed some stuff. But nah. this, has, this has to be the same movie that that that, that Affleck. I don't think so. Yeah, that's why it I want to come out. Look, Ben Affleck is not gonna make a year two Batman movie. That's what he said he was gonna do. Yeah, he didn't say that. Yeah, he did. When did he say that? When they announced that he was gonna make that movie. So he was supposed to be a young Batman. Yeah. And then he quit because they had a they had a I, like they brought in you, a second director, which was this dude. Matt Reeves, had, right, right. Yeah, and he had already written the script, and so I don't know how much of the script they kept here. I listen, I'm gonna need y'all to show me that because I don't I don't remember that being the case. And look, I don't have a great memory, so refresh it for me. Because yeah. like it, I'm saying Ben Affleck writing and directing a Batman movie, like Ben Affleck He's good at that. can't he can't be a young Batman. They were gonna like what eight? They're gonna CGA age him? What are they gonna do? He'll be he'll be, he'll be in the in the costume. Like what, the, the, the they made him look buff, and he wasn't buff. Yeah, is Pattinson look like he can beat up any beat up anybody? Did he look like yeah. on the punch? Yeah. Listen, listen. Robert Pattinson yeah. did a fine job as Batman, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that he's a huge Batman, but Batman doesn't always look huge. And Derek, you got to let us finish this review, man, because we got other shit to talk about. I'm, too, I'm trying to figure yeah. out, like, what? Derek, why don't you call back when you watch it? I'll call back in three months after I see it on. on no, no, uh, go right now. Go right now and watch it. You will still be on when, when, you, when you get out. Because at this rate, <laughs> that's how we're going to get to the. We got five comics to review after this. I, I'm trying to figure out how Derek disconnected Oz so he can come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm I, 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 I'll say something comic book related before I hang up. Then I like the um, I like this the, the new She Hulk comic book. It's very good. That's all. Cool. Oh, well, there it is. That's cool. we'll review it next week. Then you review, can that. Okay. Yeah. review that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Appreciate you, Derek. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I have so okay. Up. There it is. Okay, so Jay, meh. Uh, Moses, how'd you feel about Zoe uh, Kravitz? Okay, thank you. Yeah. I was about like, to say, I'm like, like damn, I'm the only one that this. This, it took like the shit I like from Darwin Cook's run on Catwoman, uh, from Jeff Loeb's, you know, Catwoman went in Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fucking the long Halloween and, and, yeah. and dark victory Catwoman yep. stuff with Falcon, like it took that yeah. and, and year and, one and year one, yeah. Hold on, <laughs> we lost you for a second. I don't know. I, I'm using a new camera. Well, not a new oh, camera, okay. a different camera, and it's actually yeah, yeah, no problem. But yeah, so it's like for me, it's fucking. Yeah, it, it it was great, and and her acting like so. It's those those influences for this characterization of Catwoman. Uh, all her dialogues from the Telltale game, which I love, <laughs> and then, <laughs> they even have that scene where where he tells her like, "You're leaving," and she goes, "Do you want me to stay?" Like, mm-hmm. even the amount of time for him to respond is the amount of time it takes to hit the button <laughs> in the Telltale game. It's exactly the same. Same time of day, same camera angle, everything. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, it kind of pisses me off, but I, I love it either way. And then, uh, but yeah, and then her acting is, is stellar. Like, just that scene where where she's just looking at Falcone, like, quietly. Yeah. Like, there's nobody saying anything. They're just hearing these noises. Lights are turned off and just that look on her face is like, that's like she lived, that's that character like i don't see her right. as an actress playing that character right right no no i i agree with you 100 like i i honestly felt like like her portrayal like it felt very much like she studied the character yeah and and like took like some of the best influences or the best iterations of the character and melded it all into her performance in this movie, which I mean, dude, like it, it felt, it felt believable to me, which is, and, and I guess that's the other thing. And, you know, I, I, I could understand uh, what Jay, what you were saying before and a, a, some of what Derek was talking about where it's like, you know, maybe you don't want Batman to be as grounded as it, as it was in this movie. Cause I do feel like this is like, the new standard in regards to like a grounded Batman. It feels like, which is crazy because we all talked about the Nolan trilogy as being grounded. Uh, but in relation to like, if, when you compare the two, it's like, this is much more grounded. Like even like, look, I, I had a, 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 one of my people that was talking to me about the movie was like, this fool's bat cycle looks like a regular motorcycle. <laughs> like, and he's like, it don't even look like, a, a, a nice motorcycle. He was like, it looked like the motorcycle that some other, like, you know, when you when you have a, a good bike and you look at the other person when they pull up next to you, you're like, oh, like you got the starter yeah. bike. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I guess, you know, that's interesting. The thing is, he uses it as a disguise. <laughs> yeah. Like, he just goes through the city in it, like, inconspicuous, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, out of 
like I love this grounded Batman like this. Like I I wish he stays this grounded like that. I love those stories and I love that look and I love the way the movie played out. Even if you get like an ungrounded villain but have this grounded Batman, that'd be the dream for me, man. Like he's and, fighting and- this, like dark side, but it's he's this Batman <laughs> and has to use <laughs> You know, his pulling pull batarangs off his chest, like ah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take this, damn it! I only have one left. <laughs> like I want the villains to be like you know, let more um, more like the comics and stuff. But Batman being grounded like that to me would be awesome. Okay, like it, it, it's an interesting take because it's one of these things where it's kind of like. Like, and and I said this before, where it felt like all, everybody's a little bit like of, of the the version of themselves that they're that they're working up to. Like, I feel like obviously there's going to be a sequel because the movie did well enough. Like, you know, at, well, I should say well enough. I mean, realistically speaking, as far as like pandemic releases go, because you know this is the tail end of the pandemic, but it's still in the pandemic. This is the second biggest movie that's come out. In the quest of pandemic, only behind uh, Spider-Man: uh, No Way Home, right? So it, it's it, it's successful. So we knew. Uh, I'm sure a sequel is already planned anyway, but the sequel is going to come. And because and and you know, I, I say that not only because it's so big in the pandemic, but it performed really well. Like I mean, it, it did. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken. I think it did better than than Batman Begins did in its opening weekend. It didn't do quite as good as Dark Knight and friggin' Batman Rises, but you know, it, it's this happening again in the pandemic. So I think that that by itself warrants a sequel at the very least. Um, yeah, it made uh, it made so far uh, two. 279 million no worldwide yeah. worldwide yeah. okay yeah and i don't think it it hasn't even released in china yet so yeah and we can't count and it's not releasing it's not going to release in russia well yeah yeah i mean everybody's basically boycotting russia right now so but i said it's got two spinoff shows too right right they're gonna do when show is coming it's, yeah right right which is the penguin show? Is it about penguin or is it? Uh, oh, okay. Like, cause I was like, I knew one of the shows was supposed to be like a show about like the Gotham PD, right? That I don't know. Yeah, I don't. This is the first oh. I hear about the two spinoff shows. No, no. I mean, I, I know that we did a story about a Gotham PD show, and I wasn't certain if. Oh right, that's the is one. Is that based got. on this? I thought that yeah. was based off of uh I thought that was based off of the old uh Comic. show you you uh, Nia used to like. No, come on, right, man. Yeah. Don't 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 play me like right. don't play me like that, Jay. No, it's no, it's based off of this. It's friggin' I'm not uh, trying to play you. I was to be in the You playing world. me. You you know I didn't like that show, Joe. I'm gonna punch you in the brain and never see you. That's Larry, what Larry, you weren't Larry, listening. Larry, That's yeah. what I said. I said Nia. Like you I said, said you and Nia. No, I, I didn't say you. I said I, I heard you. 
This recorded, Joe. I'm gonna go listen to the recording and I'm gonna punch you in the face. I specifically said Nia to not implicate you. Nah, nah, nah. I heard you. Don't worry. You played it. It's okay. I'm gonna get woken up at 11:15 tonight, Joe. You. I choose. <laughs> Look, I choose violence today. Text, I, gonna I know what you did. Right. Like, yeah, I, I was saying Nia. Like, I didn't. Mm-hmm, I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to include you in that. I remember he used to like he used to blame Nia for watching the show. He's like, oh, that's Nia. what was the truth. Yeah, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. There's two shows. Like, One is, like, is Emily used to like watching Drag Race, and I had to be there to watch it. <laughs> Listen, I might hear the comment like on what's your name. What you and do and don't like Moses. You can watch whatever you want to watch. That's what Ruth anyway. Was. What I'm saying to you is this Jeremy Rush is so you is, know Jinx Monsoon? No. Okay. She was one <laughs> I didn't of the watch on drag race. No, listen, Jay, listen to the way he said that. Nah. That was <laughs> yes. That was a yes, Jay. No. Listen. <laughs> I know. You got you got to read between the lines, Jay. Right. You got to read between the legs. The truth is. <laughs> you got to read between the legs. <laughs> In any case, Jinx Monsoon is precious. She has a song, or they they go by they. They have the song called "Cartoons and Vodka." Okay. Just amazing. I'll be looking that up after the show. <laughs> that sounds right up my alley. Cartoons and vodka. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. More. <laughs> anyway, and it's awesome because the show, the video is animated, and it's got like a whole bunch of different styles and uh, tributes and stuff. It's 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 great. Okay, cool. But what 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 I'm trying to say is, you got two shows, and I know one is the Gotham show, and I know there's a second show, and I know that people it's the Penguin show. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I'm like I'm not mad at it, and that makes sense because you got like friggin' it's, it's Colin Farrell, which, again, ridiculously transformed in this like no nobody like we we know Colin Farrell's in this movie as Penguin, and then when you watch this fool do the performance, it's like damn, who is that? They're doing a great job. <laughs> it, it, it's so weird because it's like I was mad because it's like what they can't get a fat ugly guy to be the Penguin. I'm right here. Like, Colin Farrell's got to have that. Like, that role. Right. Like, and there so, and now I you know how the LGBTQ community I, feels. I, I, well, look, nobody nobody stands up for fat, ugly people. Like, we keep Charlize Theron played a monster. Uh, the, they uglied up fucking Nicole Kidman and, and Colin Farrell. All the beautiful people still get all the roles for the ugly people. Like yeah. nobody like the, ugly, the ugly people need, the, the fat ugly people need to act better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they, they made Speaking. they made Cyrano's nose all tiny. And, and, and the actor tiny. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of penguin, one of the things that was getting like annoying me just a tiny bit, like it's a nitpick and it's just me, and I'm being dumb, but uh, when it came to like the penguin and the iceberg lounge, I was really missing the de- Art Deco style of the animated series, yeah. and yeah. like how we had the the girls like that were like fight for him. Like I was yeah. like, man, I like I don't think you can translate that into a grounded Batman, and I kind of miss it. 
Well, the thing is, even like, for example, um, everything else had the Art Deco look, you know, although rustic, you know, um, they still had the architecture there that was kind of like the cartoon, the black and the red, you know, like the cartoon. And uh, yeah, it's like it was just a regular ass warehouse with neon lights for the Iceberg Lounge. Like, at least have it be kind of like cold theme in there, you know? But, but but I will say this though, I feel like a proto iceberg lounge. Yeah, I get it. No, really, like I feel like <laughs> I do. I feel like yeah, in the sequel, we're gonna see a more penguiny oh, penguin we'll or or or, 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 or right that might happen in the TV yeah. show. So when I so you see yeah. the you see the transition in the TV show, yeah. and then it'll show up in the the second movie. Same thing with yeah. uh uh friggin Catwoman. Like I feel like she'll be more Catwomany. Yeah, in like the she sequel. won't be wearing a beanie this time. Right, that would have but, been but, nice to ha- at least have the hood, like the cat. But, but I liked what she had, though. But right, but I will like say, the, put a the beanie with the two little pointy ear things are is kind of perfect. One of the things I did love, if I could take it right back to back to Penguin for just a second, one of no, the things I did not. love is when they left him tied up, and he got up and started running away. Mm-hmm. And he was like waddling like a penguin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Like that was great. Yeah. And look, and when he was like, like I know Oz made fun of it earlier, but when he was talking about uh, or or correcting people's Spanish, I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. But that was great dialogue and a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> like, and performance, like the way he's like when he looked at him, like, do you really not habla español? <laughs> right. <laughs> It was so good. It was so good, man. And it was one of these things where I was just like, dude, like, I understand, like, like the the point you make, Moses, is one hundred percent valid. Where you're like, dude, why are we getting pretty old Colin Farrell to play the Penguin? But at the same time, when you see him in the role, you're kind of like, well, look. And my my only beef was that I thought they were gonna give us a handsome Penguin. I didn't know they were doing this. I'm all I'm all good with this because guess what? Yeah. They hired me to be the Penguin. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna do what he did, but not as good. Like he did a Robert De Niro impression, and I would be like, "Yeah, yeah," <laughs> you know. And it's yeah. not gonna be as good. Yeah. Yeah. I no, think absolutely. You can pull off Danny DeVito. Who me? Yeah. Nah, I do better as as, as Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. And we're we're running a little long. Yeah, you're we right. Have not and got to the main. Yeah. Uh, the main, uh, the main spectacle of this movie, which is the Riddler and the plot, mm-hmm. the stories, the what, like the riddles, like the story, like what, what it comes take, down Jay? to. What is this about? Um, my take is that I don't like this Riddler, but mm-hmm. I love this Riddler story. Okay, like. I wouldn't have had to be about murder. Um, or uh, yeah, I wouldn't have had to be about like revenge or anything. Like I would have gone the money route. Mm-hmm. But the puzzles, I love the puzzles, how they, they were put together. Um yeah, like the way everything like it was funny. One of the things I was thinking about was after the Nolan Batman, I said, I wanted him to do Riddler next. And Mo was like, 
no, it'll just be too much like Joker. Like, uh, it'll be the same kind of like psychological thing. And it's like, nah, if you get the puzzles right, and this one showed me like, they got the puzzles, they got the thinking, the digger got the detective work. Mm-hmm. Like, they got this side of Batman and not the character of the Riddler, but the spirit of the Riddler. Mm-hmm. They got pretty spot on. Yeah. Like, these puzzles, when I'm, these riddles, when I'm thinking about them and, you know, they're giving you the answers, like, after giving you come to, it's like, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And mm-hmm. they don't give you everything, like. You don't actually have a chance to like decode the cipher, which I didn't, wouldn't expect them to give you time to do that. But I don't know, um, three hours. Maybe they should have. <laughs> but I, I, I do love that aspect of it: the story, the yeah. puzzles, the riddles. Um, how he's like kind of chasing his tail at one point mm-hmm. before he gets it, like. They even do the whole luck thing where he figures out a clue because someone else is like, oh, yeah, I used to be this in my right. former life. Like, right. like, that is great. Yeah. And when it shows, because it's year two Batman, he, like, he's not the world's greatest detective yet, mm-hmm. but he is smart. Like, right. It's like you've been saying, I could see him becoming the world's smartest detective. Mm-hmm. Proto world's greatest detective. Right. Right, right. So uh, that is one aspect of this movie that I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like how whiny he was and that he was an orphan, but you know, <laughs> and how he kept going manic, like he was trying to kind of do a Joker this type thing. But the spirit of, like, I didn't like the particulars, but I like the spirit. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing where. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I think a big part of all of us being skeptical about this Riddler was, like, the attire. Like, why are you wearing all this stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, this mask and this, like, outfit, and you know? And it's like, I get that, you know, like, it. having seen the movie now, it doesn't feel like necessarily the question mark, like, suit or leotard would be appropriate. I'll give you that. And I also get that to a well, degree they're, they're like, doing the Joker thing. Wait, what? They were kind of mimicking Joker, like because uh, basically they were doing Joker and his Jokers. Yeah. Like you, you like, I don't want to like, get into the specifics. Yeah. Like I'm trying not to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have yeah. like you have Joker, and then you have the gang. The Jokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like him rallying. Like, Like, that's why he was supposed to be faceless. It's the villain as a movement thing. Yeah, anyone could be him. And in the end, everyone was him. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is, and and, and I feel where you're coming from with that. You're, You're right, but I guess, like, in a way, though, like, the Joker does that, but the Joker wears makeup. And when the other people mimic that, it's not like they all have to look like him exactly. No, they get the clear right. face. So, and, like, and yeah, right. But what I'm saying is, technically, the you like, they're all jokers. Right. But you could have technically done that with a domino mask. 
He wouldn't have, kind of like, yeah. but he doesn't I, look as menacing. No, don't 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 get me and wrong, I'll give you please. That. Like, I, I would have loved the domino mask. Yeah, like, and I know he that. Just and I make it bigger to like, yeah, cover more of his face. Pretend, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Man, domino mask. I still would have hated the whining <laughs> and the going manic, but man. But, but it would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steve I guess Ty I guess would have been awesome. That would be cool. Like killing for money. Like I actually I don't feel like Wonder like, does it for the money though. Well, there was the one episode in uh the animated series called If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Right. Where I remember that. he had an idea. And people stole his idea yeah. and got mm -hmm. rich. So he was after killing them because they like basically not he wasn't getting money from it, but killing the people that stopped him from being rich. Right. Like if they had done something like that, I would have enjoyed it more. I hear that. I hear that. Also, we should we should acknowledge Derek H's uh comment real quick. Sid, he says the question is the world's greatest detective, which yes, they like are. Well, no, I, the, the question to me is just QAnon, but not racist. Listen, I, I think that both of those statements are correct. <laughs> like the, the question, I do think the question is to a degree <laughs> the world's greatest detective. I also think that the question to a degree is QAnon, but not racist. Because <laughs> you're right, like it, it is a little bit of both, where like the question is, is particular about, about their conspiracy theories. <laughs> so that's interesting. But anyway, um what 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 I will say is that it does feel like the story they were trying to tell him in this Batman movie, like this Riddler, like I I wanted a, a traditional Riddler. But the Riddler I got, I enjoyed much more than I would have anticipated. And I think you're right. Like the spirit of the Riddler is definitely in this movie, even though the Riddler doesn't have the look. And again, maybe like I would not mark on the forehead would have been nice. No, I don't like that he's an orphan. Like, what does it matter? I don't know why. But I don't know why. But one of the retcons that really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. Is that Riddler's father like beat the shit out of him for lying, mm. and that's why he like turned to riddles, where it's like he's telling the truth. You just have to figure it out before it. what goes down. Yeah, like I, I don't know why that re resonated with me so much, but it really did. No, that's so that's I a cool thing. Appreciate that. I mean, obviously, Riddler being an orphan is more, and you know minor spoilers here but it's about them making the juxtapositioning of the riddler and and the batman and you know them saying like these two people are much more alike than than the batman and you as an audience member would prefer to accept you know it's like you have this one person over here that you think is the hero you have this other person over here that you think is the villain, but when you really break it down, you're like, they're kind of the same guy to a degree. It's just more about 
what their focus is. Right. But you don't need that, though. Now, when you say you don't need that, what do you mean? Like, you don't need that juxtaposition in a sense. I mean, in this story, you kind of do, but you don't need that for the Riddler. <laughs> like, you could have had a whole other character. You, shit, you could have really just made this a new character. <laughs> you could have. And I agree with you. Like, you know, if they made it a new character, I wouldn't have liked the movie less. I would have yeah. been like, oh, that should have been the Riddler. I wouldn't have felt that at all. Huh. It, well, well, no, that's not true. Because obviously the dude uh, the is doing a whole bunch of riddles. Yeah. That I would be like, well, that's the Riddler's shit. So why didn't they use the Riddler? So I, that, I'm, I'm actually lying. I would have, I would have asked that question. But, like, huh? Well, Coolmaster did stuff like that too. Right, but and and, but and I guess technically speaking, more known for it. Right. And Coolmaster, like, I, like, I guess to a degree, I would have been like, oh. This would have made me feel like I maybe would have felt, but you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I would have felt less away about it because Cool Master doesn't act like a character in this movie either. Like the movie, the character acts to a degree like an edgy Riddler, which is something we see in the comics. He just doesn't look like Riddler, or he doesn't look like Riddler in the costume. When he's out the costume, he absolutely looks like Riddler. <laughs> like could have been redder. I mean, Jay, really though. Like, is that what we're gonna go with? Like, we're gonna talk about shades of red. You know, Paul Dano would have been a, me a little bit. Like, you could. Just, so this, like, if this fool had a oh, <laughs> if if he had a bowler hat with a question mark on it, you'd be like, but well, what about his red hair? <laughs> why why isn't his hair red enough? Is that what you would have said? If you give me enough for one thing, like. Then I'm. It's easier to forgive the others. Like if you had the bowler hat and the domino mask, yeah, you can have that little off red hair. Right? <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure that we're still on the same place. We're the same place. Like okay. So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But we should start wrapping up. We do have five comics to talk about. <laughs> Most magnum. although I'm only going to be talking about three of them. <laughs> You're gonna talk about how many? Twelve? All twelve. You're hilarious. The the most talk about future issues that haven't released. Yeah. Yet. Uh, they, they get a five. They get a five. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Moses Magnum, tell the people what you would rate the Batman. Yeah, it's a five, man. It's a, it's the best Batman movie for me. I, I like wow. I, Look, definitely better than any of the Snyder shit. And uh, oh, well, yeah, even I even like it better than Nolan. Like the stuff, mm-hmm. Nolan took stuff from comics that I liked and then did his thing his way. Whereas this, like, they took the color palette. Like, I like Frank mm-hmm. Cisco Francovia's Batman stories. Guess yeah. what? All cool movies is fucking color palette. <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking boots are the boots he drew for him, you know. Yeah, the Catwoman yeah. is like his style, like grounded yeah. more shit. Like yeah. it wears its influences, it shows you its influences and it respects yeah. the influences. Whereas Nolan's like, I don't like superheroes, but he doesn't like he doesn't like superheroes in the same way that you know uh Warren Ellis or, or Mark Millard right. doesn't like superheroes, you know what I right. mean? Right. Uh, and so that yeah, fuck Nolan. I've said it before and I keep now I have a real reason to say. 
you know? And then and it, it felt like the very first Batman movie that I ever saw. Like, wow. And it's still like, you know, it, it just felt like watching that all over again. So yeah, for me, wow. this is five out of five. Yeah. Dang, wow. Okay. Jay, what'd you think of the Batman? Um Overall, I liked it. I did have a couple of nitpicks and a couple of pinings, and I wanted a better Riddler. But a lot of the spirit was there. Um, that car chase didn't need to be there. Like, that was a little boring to me. Uh, but it was great oh, to watch Batman geez. through the fire walking upside down with that theme playing. That was a good splash page, a cinematic splash page, man. Yeah. So what would you rate it, Jay? I, I would give it a four. Like, overall, I really liked it, but there are a bunch of nitpicks I have, nitpicks and findings. Yeah. Okay, cool. I know for me, I'd give it a 4.5 out of 5. It, it's so good. <laughs> like, and, well, I mean, honestly, the, the thing that keeps it from being a five for me yeah, is... I, I know is, what it is. I know what it is. What? It's the fact that Catwoman didn't hear his his uh, his his motorcycle at the end. You're hilarious. <laughs> She's like, a, like no, don't you, you... You don't say hi first? And then his motorcycle's right there. Like, he rode it up to, like, three feet away from her, and she didn't hear it. That's what gave, <laughs> That's what he took away the, the, the point nah, five, isn't it? He had the, the bat cycle delivered. <laughs> yeah, the airdrops, right? No, 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 no. I mean, honestly, the the thing that the only thing that for me where I'm like, I can't I can't give it a five is the Bruce Wayne thing. Like, I don't I don't like it's pro that portrayal, <sighs> but it's not though. Yeah, no. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. Where it's like, and don't get me wrong, like I don't have I, I don't have any issue with Bruce Wayne being emo in private. It's it's more about like what Bruce Wayne acts like in public, and I'm not saying that he has to be billionaire playboy but i don't know that he can be like the dude he is in the cave with alfred in public and that's what he basically did in this movie you don't get a lot of it and that's why it's only a like a look honestly i'll go as high as 0.4.75 because that's the only thing wrong with this movie for me personally and and that's the thing like i went into this movie fully expecting to like not think so highly of it it wasn't like i was like Thinking it was gonna be terrible, but as much as I liked it on the other end, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, I mean, there's there's things to nitpick, but overall, man, it's an amazing portrayal, and and mostly because of the things that Mo was talking about, where it was just like it, the motorcycle, it, it where no, <laughs> the fact that it wears its influences, uh, its comic influences on its sleeve in regards to like things like year one influences and like you know things like we mentioned like the, the you could tell somebody read the long halloween you know what i'm saying that somebody read like the the sequels look like they're gonna be a mix of like well or i guess i should say like you have a little bit of like Zack snyder's like zero year stuff in regards to like the ending and yeah. then the sequel feels like it might be like more of a no man's land kind of influence and i'm just like dude like I did enjoy that, that. Yeah, so that's that's a cool thing where it's just like, oh wow, okay, and and just the fact that you could, in a way, in a movie, seamlessly like merge those. <laughs> you know, it's that's good be, stuff. It's gonna be awesome to have Huntress 
<laughs> and Cassandra Kane in the sequel. So you know, as you we'll said, it's all only, it's, it's, you can see the No Man's Land influence. So I, I and, and Lex Luthor's no gonna be in it, man. Larry, man, you got me hype. <laughs> look, yes, look for confirmed. Real, Lex Luthor confirmed. No. <laughs> If they're going that far, they might as well have Young Justice in it, and they're not oh, going to do that. Look, look, they're going to do it. Larry said they're going to do it. <laughs> what do you think all that water is for? Yeah. Aqualad. Aqualad. Yeah. <laughs> Aqualad. He wasn't in Young Justice during No Man's Land. Oh, listen, uh, obviously this, you're not watching the cartoon I'm watching. This is where they take liberties. <laughs> you expect this to be like the comic? What's wrong with you? Yeah, No Man's Land, the comic, it was just, uh, that was Superboy, Robin, and Impulse. And Aqualad, we got it. Okay. I mean. Actually, it was, uh, he wasn't part of the team, but they teamed up with the, it wasn't Aqualad, it was another underwater guy. Uh, forget forgot what his name is. Aquaman. No. <laughs> Look, Jay, listen. Nobody wants to hear any names other than Aquaman and Aqualad. That's it. And it better be the black Aqualad. <laughs> With blonde hair. No, he was green. Right. Oh, see. Okay. Look, should I take him off the stream? He can come <laughs> back if I do, right? <laughs> I'm sorry I read anyway. the comic. Yeah, man. We are too. Uh, it's going to be awesome with a sequel with Kid Lobos in it. Kid Lobos. Was he in No Man's Land? He was just in that Review. one issue of, uh, like, of Young Justice. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Let's talk about Dark Knights of Steel. Now, this I read is a trade, or it's not a trade, it's a collection of one, two, one through three called Awakening or something fire. So I didn't read the individual issues. Is is it Awakening or something fire? Like <laughs> Awakening something in the fire. I, I can look it up. Okay, you should look that up. In the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, we're talking about friggin', like I said, uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Uh, it, it is a series from DC Comics. The Gathering uh, Storm. <laughs> that's, that's neither one of what you said. Yeah, you but, said it, it. Yeah, but it, it's the same feeling. Like oh, arriving, geez. gathering. Oh, uh, no. It's not you gather thing. once you arrive. On oh, fire. Oh, oh, man. Okay. No fire, but a storm. Storm like coming on fire. fire. So, so the book is written by Tom Taylor. Uh, it's art primarily by uh, Yasmin uh, Putri, I think is how you say the name. That I, I feel bad because, huh? That sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's it's Putri, but we know I've only seen it. In, I've only seen it in print. So, Yasmin, if I'm saying either one of your names wrong, please forgive me because you're super talented. So, <laughs> no, no. Look, I, I, I mean, no disrespect. I should have, I should have done more homework. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's right now. Issue five is the latest issue. 
it's a 12 issue mini or maxi series i guess um jay you you read issues one through three how did you feel yes. about dark knights of steel oh man there were so many shocking moments i was like man like oh my <laughs> god like all this shit happened and i was like <laughs> my god like I, I couldn't even believe some of it. So there'll be some spoilers if you if you haven't read the books, but at the same time, the, the joint started mm -hmm. like yeah. last year. So, you know, and it's only half and done. Gonna, it's, it's not even half done because like I said, it's 12 issues and only issue five is only one out. So you're gonna have to listen if you're listening and you're gonna you're gonna get some spoilers, but I will tell you 100% like the, the journey is worth taking even if you get some plot points spoiled for you. So Jay, what, what are some things that you saw that you were just like, whoa, like I can't believe that happened? Well, I think the first one was uh, Jor-El dying with the gotcha. arrow through the eye. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> and and then, that happens uh, like literally at the issue of uh, the end of issue one. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, is it really the issue at the end? Yeah, the end of issue one. That's, that's like like issue three. <laughs> no, dude, that is one book. So that is literally the end of issue one. Yeah, and then uh, Diana and oh, I can't remember her name. Zala. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they have a thing going on. Like they kiss. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, like, <laughs> man, that was just. Shot. Yeah. And yeah. Zala is a badass. Like I like her. She's she's mm -hmm. pretty damn cool. Like yeah. You go murdering princes like <laughs> like man. And, like and, and, she's so casual about it too. It's like just toss. And and just like, just real you don't quick, see the I, body though. That sucked. Like I hope Jay, Jay's you know, always Jay always wants more carnage. I, I love carnage. You do, you do. Uh, real quick, for those, I, I apologize because there are people that I'm like, okay, we're talking about this book like you've read it, but in, for those that haven't read it, Dark Knights of Steel is, like I said, an Elseworlds-type story, but it takes the characters from the DC Universe and puts them in a high fantasy kind of setting. So kind of imagine, for lack of a better term, you know, it's like, it, or, or it's, it's basically DC meets D&D. &D. You know, let's say it like that. I was gonna say and Game so, of Thrones, but yeah. You can say look, you can say Game of Thrones, you can say Lord of the Rings, like however way you want to go with it. But yeah, you're right. Like Lord uh, a Game of Thrones is a good analogy. DC meets Game of Thrones. That very much feels like what's happening in the book. And uh, you know, one of the twists that does happen in in this book is you know, you have you start off in like literally the very beginning of issue one is um Superman's parents, uh, basically Krypton is is getting ready to explode and you see the rocket shoot off of Krypton and of course you have the rocket land and you go ahead and, and are like, okay, well, this is gonna be Kal-El getting found uh, in this medieval-esque kind of setting but when the rocket opens up, you literally have both of his parents and Kal-El in this rocket. Well, and so 
He's like, oh right, right. I'm sorry, you're right, right. You, like you literally have the parents with Kal-El being born, right? And so it's like, so that by itself is a whole different twist on the whole Superman mythos because it's like his whole family basically getting sent to Earth, and it's a medieval setting, so that's a whole other twist again. And because you have both of his parents there, Jay mentioned Zala, which I know people are like, or some people might be like, who is Zala? And that's actually their second child, which is, for all intents and purposes, like the Supergirl of this universe. But it's their it's their second kid as opposed to like Clark's cousin. So, or Kal-El's cousin, however you want to say it. So, yeah. So I just wanted to mention that because, you know, we're referencing characters that don't exist. <laughs> Except in this series. But yeah, so Jay, yeah, okay, I hear what you're saying. Moses Magnum, what what, what are your thoughts on? And I know you said you read one through five. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Dark Knights of Steel? Dude, it's a it's an interesting storytelling. It's an interesting retelling and reimagining of this DC universe, yeah. and in a in a in a different genre essentially. And you know, mm-hmm. it's always interesting to see like you know you had your samurai Batman <laughs> cartoon and mm-hmm. shit like that, and here you kind of have that with but done well <laughs> and uh, <laughs> wow take that samurai batman <laughs> was, i didn't like that like it was dumb but okay. anyway but this was good and the art is great like oh the, dude. The, the, the way this book is put together it's 32 pages per issue at 399 like that's a mo deal in and of itself right there <laughs> and, right. You know, because it's, like usually 399 for you get 22 pages on yeah. for yeah. $2.99. And here you yeah. got that. That's why it felt like when they told me about Jorel, it's like issue one. It's like that felt like issue two or some shit. But nah, yeah, there's a lot of story in issue one. Like you get mm-hmm. I think there's what three or four plots going on at the same time. So now, I will back. say real quick, the gathering storm would kind of be like a modile. Because that one is only like uh, $6.99. Oh, jeez. What? But digitally, not physically. Uh, I don't know about physical. I assume it's the oh. same. Oh, hey, that'd man, be crazy. I can't even imagine. It's still a Modeal. Yeah. No, like seven, seven, it is a Modeal. No, seven bucks for those three issues is crazy. Okay, but continue, Moses. I'm sorry. Here we go. More money, more money, more money, more money. That's yeah, a little deal. Dollar, um, dollar. Yeah. Dollar, so dollar. the art, the art's really, really <laughs> like I, I love it. And even the stuff that I don't like in comic art sometimes, which is um let's see here, share screen. Is uh you know they, they do the, the voice with uh a whatchamacallit with the mouth closed. But the art mm. does a really good job right here. For example, like the expressions, the expressions add enough. You don't need the mouth open. Like, you know, this this right mm-hmm. here is something that would mess with me in any other book because any other book would just have them have static faces. But here you feel right. their emotion, you know? And there's one hundred percent wrong one. Dude, what oh I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like, don't put that in there. Like, well, yeah. like the expressions, like the way they characterize Poison Ivy in here fits her kind of 
kind of stoic, but with Harley Quinn uh, in a different, you know, here's another example too. Um, you know, the, the expressions on the face really do a lot of the work. You don't need, yep. you can have the mouth closed and have a word bubble. If for me, I'll allow it in this scenario. <laughs> of it. But yeah, and you know, it's just like, that's just an example that I pulled from it in what I liked about the art. But as you can see, the colors are on point, <laughs> the, 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 the faces, the, the figures and backgrounds that's like those two pages kind of encapsulate everything about the art. You know, there's redesigns of characters too. I know we're running a little late, so I want to rush through all my good points. And as far as bad points go, like I have none. So <laughs> that's it. There five out of five. For this. <laughs> you know, issue six through 12, guess what? That's going to be another five out of five. I don't even have to do a fantastic forum one shot for it. But Amen. you need to subscribe, like, and hit the bell in case I do it for something else. No, I, I will no, say, I will say like, to add oh, on to what you were saying, the art is really good. Like, Dude, it's so good. Almost like paintings. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah. like it's realistic, not like too realistic, but. It's got like a real tint to it, and it, it it just looks great. It looks like like artwork, like you would frame, right? Like those shadows in that. Yeah, I can't bring up the page anymore. But um, for example, where they're in the forest, so I can't find my digital only... content library. <laughs> Otherwise, Damn, I would bring up examples of what I'm talking about, like. I found. I it. think because if you see that arrow going through the eye, like yeah, I know if I so saw good. that, I would convince me to buy it. Like and, if I hadn't well, already, like that would definitely convince me. That scene when Harley goes into the forest, they're under the cover of trees, so there's like yeah. sun rays hitting, and you see, mm -hmm. like you can see a leaf casting a shadow on their face, and mm -hmm. and, and, it, and it's like not a hard shadow that like an inker would just be like, ah, oh, I gotta I gotta put this book out real quick it's like it's gradient and and mm -hmm. you know it's, it's a color shade not a black a hard black it's just mm -hmm. it's beautiful art and uh I, i'm so glad i read it digitally because <laughs> <laughs> on that ipad pro screen man whew, on high brightness it's like high def comics dude i i, I will say again like i i feel like like purdy's art is so fantastic that issue four is actually not done by her. And as soon as I opened it, I was like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what what happened? <laughs> and and the art's not terrible. Yeah. It's just not her. It's more standard superhero art. I mean, it's like it, it honestly, and you know what, like what this series invokes. For me is like some of the best of like Elseworlds. And this the artist that does four felt very much like the kind of artist you would see when you see some Elseworlds stuff. And it would be perfectly serviceable. Like it's, it's it would be good art for Elseworlds back in the day when that was like a regular thing. But because they gave me Yasmin, <laughs> it's like for three issues, when issue four came, I was like, what happened? What's going on? And then issue five came and Yasmin was back. I'm like, okay, cool. Hey, you know, hey, I'm not here to, you know, Yasmin is obviously in demand because Yasmin does amazing art. So I'm not mad at it. I was just concerned because I was like, are we changing artists? 
because I need someone to let me know that like right now. <laughs> because, you know, oh, there you go. Look at that, man. Like, and again, like when you talk about the expressions, the expression is like, look, look at like what he looks like getting shot in the eye. You know what I'm saying? Look at look at Bruce's friggin' like expression of anger right there. You know what I'm saying? And and the like Mo mentioned earlier too, the character design. And what I can say with you with 100 percent like accuracy, with 100 percent like if they decided to make like, you know, I know that right now uh McFarlane is doing like basically all like the DC toys. Yeah. If they decided to do a line of Dark Knights of Steel, it's like sign me up for every figure. I don't care. Like it can be random people on the side. Like it could be like like literally like NPCs. Like I don't care. <laughs> I just want every Dark Knights of Steel universe I mean, figure. Like it would be I the want perfect time because I just got approved for a new credit card. There you go. I, I want I want them all because the character designs are amazing and everybody. Like, like it's insane because people are done in you know high fantasy redesigns, but everyone looks exactly like how this like the the spirit of every character is there. It's like I knew Black awesome. Lightning. I knew that Black Lightning was Black Lightning. Right, exactly. They only show you from here up, <laughs> like right. most of it. They never show you him as Black Lightning because mm -hmm. that's not the hero Black Lightning. Everybody looks and feels exactly like they're supposed to look and feel, and you know exactly who they are, and it does like with, with without fail, which is crazy. It's just like, you know, and I'm just like, I love it. I love it. The designs are so good. The 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 story is amazing. Uh I, I'm right here with Moses, five out of five. What like come on now? Like I, I like I, I'm giving uh one through five. Well, I'm giving I'm gonna give issue one. A five. I'm gonna give issue two five point five. Issue three five point seven five. Like all the look, and then issues like six through twelve get like eleven D. Because <laughs> it's an amazing series. Jay, why don't you rate it so that we can go home? <laughs> um, I would give it a five. Like I see right. nothing wrong with this book. Like the, it, the only great. thing that's wrong with it is that they have. They had another. Oh, the Robins are so cool. Like, and that, like, that's yeah. another thing too. Like, all the Robins feel like exactly like the Robins are supposed to be, and they all have, to a degree, a uniform kind of look, but also, a individual look. Like the little augmented mm -hmm. style, right. <laughs> like just in little parts of their costume. Like D Dick Grayson is a Robin, but still invokes Nightwing. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. Like it's just like, dude, like there are people making friggin' like comic books about Dick Grayson that can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. And this fool is like, this is like a friggin', I won't say a throwaway character, but like he's not even like a main supporting character. He's like like the I fact that Dick Grayson is like third, fourth tier character in this book and still amazing and still feels every bit like what Dick Grayson is supposed to feel like is a testament to how good this book is. I'm done. I'm 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 finished yeah. with the show.
<laughs> so, yeah. Okay, I guess we should do some some final thoughts. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm like, how 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 dare we take so much time on the Batman to not get enough time on the and where where did Oz go? Oz was supposed to like Oz. DC he had to go to work. He had to go to work. Remember oh. last week he said he was only going to be here for for an hour. Oz, Oz should quit that job so he can talk about the Dark Knights of Steel. <laughs> He's got like three mortgages, right? Man, listen. Oz, Oz could get money from someplace else. <laughs> Jay, why don't you give me some... Oh, okay. Look, there you Jay, go. Jay unlocks his achievement. I know. <laughs> Jay, why don't you... Oh, wait. Is the Final Thoughts music playing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Play. Give us a final thought, Jay. Um, so it, it seems like white people are being, like, there are some white people out there being stupid and privileged again. Um, they're giving <laughs> turning red a whole lot of hate because, uh, they can't relate to it because the characters are Asian and oh, just all kinds of stupid nonsense bullshit. And... For just like if your main beef with the movie is that there aren't enough white people, you can just fuck the hall right off. Like fuck <laughs> all the way off. There it is. Moses Magnum. Final thoughts. I don't know why Joe looked at me when he said that, but <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm gonna check my privilege. Uh, I was supposed to wear a new Fantastic Forum merch shirt so that you can be inclined to buy it, but I didn't. Instead, I wore this snazzy shirt. And yeah. uh, but go go click Fantastic Forum down live. There's a button for the merch. Go ahead and buy that so that Larry doesn't have to look for a job. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Please do. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate all the support you do give us. Please interact with us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want us to talk about, or what you want to hear about, um, and what else you want to see. And uh, you know, if, if if you've gotten to this point in the show, you are probably uh, the people that our parents are warning us about, and we appreciate you. We're the Fantastic Forum. Good night. <laughs>